Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy K Troll on the mic today, the day after Halloween, NFL trade deadline. We're going to be covering that. We're going to be covering week eight, all the games, recapping, including last night's action, Monday Night Football. But I am joined today, as always, by the Rocky to my Rebel. Last but not least, this is our mission prep area. Everybody's got their own cubby. Oh, 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 I want that one. No, Rebel, don't. That cubby belongs to Sky! Uh, Sky. Oops. It's not important how it looks. It's how it makes you feel. I think you guys are going to have to cut me out of this thing. (laughs) Actually, I'm good. That's right, Paw Patrol. Ethan Gelfan, what's going on, E? Rocky, he's a stud, man. He gets to wear a baseball hat. He's got the little patch over his eye. I mean, he's just... You know, he recycles. He goes green. So He does go green. Yeah. Bad. You get to drive yeah. the garbage truck. That's kind of go the recycling truck. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like Rubble. He's, he's, he's a Rubble's a bulldog. He's he's a construction guy. He's always got <laughs> he's a dozer a or something cool. I don't know. He's always eating. I was kind of jealous you took him because I was like, ooh, I hope I can get Rubble. I get all those pup treats. But it's all right. You took him. It's cool. You are quite the eater. That's true. I am. Do your kids, um, I know both your kids probably went through a Paw Patrol phase, as mine did. Do they have uh, steadfast favorites? Are they equal opportunity Paw Patrol lovers? Actually, Addison never got into it. Uh, that was never her thing, but Brady did. He was big into Paw Patrol. Uh, so we still have, he still has a Paw Patrol comforter, but he's like, Dad, I don't like Paw Patrol anymore. There's for babies. I'm like, all right, man. Well, you know, they don't just come by comforters every now and then. So you're going to stick with this one for a while. Uh, That's right. So yeah, he loved it. His guy was Rocky, surprisingly. He loved him yeah. some Rocky. At first, I yeah. thought it was going to be Rubble because his favorite color was yellow. But uh, no, he was he always was drawn to Rocky. And uh, Rocky. I know you guys have a Nintendo Switch. Did you ever play the uh, Paw Patrol video game? Didn't know there was one. There was one. And it was actually perfect. Like That was his first kind of introduction to like the Switch. That was like, the first game he could play. And he was playing it by himself. And it's basically yeah. like you run around get pup treats and it's, it's very linear and you know you get to a place and you have to do a job it's like this one's for chase and it's just like there's a bar and you have to line up when you hit the button and if you get like right in the middle like perfect oh really to, okay to, boom so like stuff like that uh so yes it'll be good very, Tiger Woods golf entry, at some point he loved it he got to beat the robot at the end and ooh, exciting that's very huge exciting. man that's huge I don't know there was a Paw Patrol game. Um, my kids both went through a bit of a phase. Miles, not as much, but Nora definitely. She also has a comforter. Um, she's collected all of the little stuff, plushies, some of the big plushies. Um, yeah. But I, I agree. She's kind of like, she still loves it, and she still wants all the toys. Doesn't ever watch the show. And that's kind of funny. Like, never really watched the show a whole lot. It was more about right. the toys than anything else. Uh, but they like the movie, and Adam Levine had that Maybe jam in the movie. I was going to say, I'll tell you what, I was pleasantly surprised by the movie. Great soundtrack. It was like, you know what? Yep. This is completely bearable. It can watch it. It's totally fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's no Lego Batman, but it's good. It's good. Lego Batman's good. Lego Batman is good. I, I might watch Lego Batman. Batman this afternoon. Uh, how was well, Halloween? Actually, how was Halloween? I was going to say, so actually last Halloween, so not this one, as in yesterday, but the year before, Brady was actually Marshall. So at one point he went through a Marshall phase, but then he turned to Rocky. So he, but okay. the reason why we got Marshall is, couldn't find a Rocky costume anywhere. It's like, how's Marshall, man? He goes, yeah, Marshall. What about Marshall? He's okay. like, love it. All right. <laughs> Perfect. 
uh no man hollywood hollywood was great last night halloween was great hollywood. uh so i think spoiler alert we did a similar familial theme we were star wars uh yeah star wars family so that's right uh, brady brady was grogu little baby yoda himself uh addison was ray um i was han and and uh kirsten was leia so i, I know i'm pretty sure you guys were pretty similar not all the same four but yeah. these two we did the same thing. Did you throw that on the uh, the socials? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure your wife did. My wife I'm did. Sure your wife so maybe did. we'll have, have to do a seen... split screen on the Pool Boys website, on the Pool Boys Instagram. To, <laughs> that's, to that. right. that's right. Um, that's right. We will try that. No, we, we did the same thing. We were, uh, I was Han, Jamie was Leia. And then, uh, oh, here you are. Here you are. Oh, yeah. Looking good. Um, <laughs> look at Ray. Yeah, Addison's right. a great Ray. Look at that attitude she's got. She's like, yeah, she's yeah, got some dude for sure. Uh, so it's chilly up there, what... obviously. Yes, it's cold. Cold in Grand Rapids. Actually, actually you, you went with the police. <laughs> what was crazy? It actually wasn't too bad. Uh, this is probably the warmest Halloween we've had here in Michigan, and yeah. it's probably like fifty-five, which is oh, totally bad. bad. It's just totally good. I was like, I can. I don't have to wear a jacket. The kids don't have to wear like puffy jackets under their costume or anything like right, that. Right. Right. Uh, we've had to do that good. yeah no this, this so is a kids, great looking crew we always we always get a costume for the kids and then kirsten and i are like we're not gonna buy costumes for ourselves but we're always very resourceful and we always make our own costumes yeah. so ironically enough kirsten has not seen the star wars movies <laughs> she saw she can't I, sit through I made all her them. Watch, there's no way oh no there's no way i made her watch a new hope um actually on may 4th one year which is fun but now the kids are watching them so she's kind of like watching them in the background, like not really paying attention. She'll be scrolling. So anyway, uh, you know, so with Leia, she's like, what? Well, what does she wear? I was like, well, have you seen Return of the Jedi? She wears that. Yeah. That, that yeah. was a no. <laughs> it was a, it was a nice bikini scene. You should check that there, out. That was a no. So I was like, well, let's see what you got. And so she went with the uh, planet, uh, ice planet Hoth Leia, which she, okay. threw, she threw together perfectly. You got the hair, the whole outfit, money. Money. Right. Yeah. Uh, we kind of do something similar where um, we obviously we buy the kids like the full costumes, the real deal. And then yeah. we try our best to piece together whatever we can. Now, I would have been happy to do that with Han Solo. The problem for me was Jamie was like adamant about finding some kind of holster situation that he's got that that leg wraparound holster thing. And so oh, I ended yeah, up buying yeah. something that was not the exact replica because like the other problem is you buy these things online. Number one, there's like $60 for one of those things, which I'm not going to, not going to yeah. pay for. But number two, it's like, it'll get there between October 20th and November 4th. And I'm like, <laughs> is the thing going to show up on November 2nd or something? And I'm going to be like, wow, thanks for nothing. Well, that's so, um, as we were talking about the other episode where I had that Iron Man sweatshirt and I got yeah. it in January or February. Like, great. Yes. This was perfect. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Exactly that. So I did, she did get me some cheapo vest, um, which was like way too big. I had a shirt. I had I wore jeans. I did buy some boot spats, which was kind of cool. They're like these, basically you pull them up over your jeans. They look like a boot, and they cover your yes. shoes. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, so so yeah, I wore gun blockers. Oh, nice. So I actually have uh, a hunting vest, which was actually perfect. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this be any better? It's just like a solid dark green and all that. And then I wore black jeans. But here's the the, the piece de resistance. I ripped some duct tape, big old stripe of duct tape, just to go down the leg. 
I was like, yes. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were wearing track pants when I looked at your picture. <laughs> oh, no. Black jeans. Pants. And, num- and number two, stripe. I didn't know you had black jeans. That's impressive. A stripe of duct tape. You see it? You're zooming in. I can tell. You yeah, I it? got your duct tape on here. I see it. <laughs> it, well it actually, I pulled it off. It what good. are you doing with black jeans? Let me just ask you that. Uh, I've had, and they're kind of tight How on me. So I think I got them like a long time ago, and I've gotten like fatter. So they're very, very like, uh so I don't really skinny wear them that much. Jeans. Well, black jeans have to be skinny jeans, I think. So that's probably appropriate. Yeah. How often and... do you bust out black jeans? Oh, very. Only if it's like on the bottom of the line. I haven't done laundry in like two weeks. I'm like, oh, crap. I have no pants. <laughs> Damn They're it. They're like another pair of sweatpants <laughs> for you. Yeah. You're like, whatever. I'll wear the black yeah. jeans. It's fine. I guess I guess it's the black jean day. Woof. Woof. Okay. Um, well. I am today, and kind of switching gears a little bit, maybe still costume-ish, I'm rocking Derrick Henry, the uh, Salute to Service jersey, because Dehan is a monster. And we're going to get to that yeah. a little bit later. But he is he back. Is the Titans are back, sort of. Uh, but he is like, back. Yeah. <laughs> he is back. He's back. That crushing, is for sure. Crushing everything. He yes. tied an NFL record this weekend. He set a Titans record he this weekend. Titans record? Yep. Oof. Kind of a big deal. Banner weekend um, for one Derrick Henry. We're going to keep our phones on us during the episode here because it's trade deadline day in the NFL. So if anything happens, uh, we need to know about it. We need to talk about it. So let's cover some injuries in the NFL first. A couple of those. We'll get to some notable performances. We'll hit the waiver wire, which is pretty slim this week. Uh, I got some blind yeah, resumes gross. for you. Blind resumes. Blind resumes. And then we'll get a do board update. Shall we jump in? Let's do this thing. So injury-wise, we didn't cover this on Thursday because the news hadn't fully come out, but the Jamar Chase situation, like, he's injured his hip. They're not going to put him on IR, but he's aiming to miss four to six weeks is what it looks like. Um, I think they're being optimistic, hoping that in the event he could possibly come back earlier, you don't want him to be bound by the IR rules, which means you have to miss four games. So he's not going to be in for a while. We saw what that looked like last night. It wasn't pretty. And you worried about this with the Bengals offense. And I was, I was kind of texting with a buddy. Like it's, it's kind of wild. They, they have other playmakers like T Higgins is a stud. Tyler Boyd's a great receiver. Like Joe Mixon, not a good running back. They are not the same team without Jamar Chase. They just aren't the same team. I mean, which is true, but I feel like a lot of it last night had to come with the offensive line. I mean, how many times did Joe Burrow get sacked? He has, I was looking at reading some stat. He has the quickest or like in the top five of quickest releases in the NFL and like how many seconds before he throws it. And it's because he has yeah. zero time. He throws it, in, I think, 2.4 seconds because that's literally all he has. Like, OK, got to go. Um, yep. So I think, honestly, that's the biggest issue because there should not be that much of a drop off. By, by like, don't get me wrong. Jamar Chase is a generational talent, but you still have tons of other weapons with a T Higgins and a Tyler Boyd. Like it should not be that bad to be down. What was it? 23 to nothing or whatever it was to not even get on the scoreboard until the third quarter. Like it's not that bad of an offense without him. Don't get me wrong. He makes it that much better, but it should not be that, especially with the Browns defense who has, you know, historically in the past few years been pretty good, but this year's kind of been very up and down. So it, it shouldn't be that bad. I don't know what the heck that was last night. Well, it was 25 to nothing and they didn't score until the fourth quarter. Um, they had a streak yeah. of like 49 games in a, or 49 quarters in a row or um, halves in a row of scoring touchdowns. Uh, the um, Bengals did, which I thought was kind of wild. I mean, that's 25 ish games. Is that where good? They scored. 
touchdown every half. Halves? Well, it's 25 ish games where you've in both halves you scored a touchdown. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was interesting to at least mention it, you know. It's um, interesting. I'm just wondering if that's like good. <laughs> it's like well, I'm sure there are other teams that have long there's probably another team that's got a longer streak, or definitely in history there are longer streaks, but right. That's I mean, it's a couple it's a couple seasons, a season and a half, you know. Um I but yeah, the, the, that streak is the Lions. <laughs> the Lions <laughs> no way, they lost that streak last game a couple weeks ago. ago. <laughs> yeah, two games ago when they got zero touchdowns. Um, I don't know. The Browns did the Brown thing. You know, they they ran it down their throat. Nick Chubb yep. did his thing. Brissett made some plays. Um, the defense was awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I worried about that going into this game. Of course, we had our pick them on, on Thursday. Uh, I don't even remember if we knew about the chase stuff at that point. We probably did, but we didn't. Um, no, we didn't. We, we were. This like, is the Bengals team of the first half of the season. Change. It was bad because I was like, so yeah, we didn't. I didn't know about it until Saturday, and I was like, "Oh crap!" When I had yeah. to take him out of my lineup. Yeah, the the uh, this is the Bengals team from the first half of the year that we were like, "Who is this team?" So I'm I'm worried about them again. I guess I started to get confident in them because they won a couple games pretty convincingly. And now here we are back again. I don't know what it says long term. I mean, shoot, um, in the division they've now lost to the Steelers, they've lost to the Ravens, and they've lost to the Browns. So yikes if any tiebreakers they're crap out of luck i it's i know it's only halfway through the year but not great <laughs> and honestly i mean the ravens are five and three they're on top of the division at five and three and the Bengals are four and four so it's not like they're out of it it's not like it's it's over no. it's just it's not where you want to be right now yeah not where you want to be right now um cooper cup avoided a devastating injury <laughs> I think everyone's, everyone's <laughs> holding their breath on this one. Uh, hurt his ankle on like the the last his last catch of the game in garbage time, where people are like, "Why is he still playing? Why is he they're still getting, there? They're getting smoked." Um, he catches a pass, rolls his ankle. Thankfully, sounds like a low ankle sprain. They actually think he's going to be able to play this week, so I, I think it'd be fine. But keep an eye on that one. Um, Rashad Bateman is going to miss a couple weeks. Hasn't been like a fantasy star, but he's been battling injuries all season. And he's someone that I, oh, I was yeah. certainly high on going into the season. Yeah. And it just opens up targets for someone like Devin DuVernay, Demarcus Robinson. Mark Andrews is also kind of banged up. Like he had an ankle going into this game, hurt his shoulder in this game. He's got 10 days, of course, to heal, but he could be out. Isaiah likely filled in for him and did a great job. He's a rookie tight end that people were kind of high on preseason. So keep an eye on that situation too. Uh, Bateman's going to be out quick. for a few weeks. On the Ravens, did you see um, on their flight home, uh, one of the players went and just, you know, on his phone taking recording people, went to Justin, Justin Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> and basically that was awesome. mocked Russell Wilson. Oh, uh, you know, just sitting on the plane just for about an hour or so, just watching some game. And then uh, Lamar Ravens was doing high knees. Fly. <laughs> Ravens flock, let's fly. <laughs> let's, let's talk to us a little bit, Jay Tuck. What do you what do you want to know? What what are we doing on the plane ride back home? I heard we're, I heard Lamar's leading us in high knees. Ravens flock, let's fly. Oh well, Unlimited. Uh, man. But we gotta play him. We respect him. Yes, we yes. We like him. Yes. All right. That was funny. Yeah. Dude, you got trolled by yeah, a kicker. <laughs> right. Granted, that's one of the today. greatest kickers of all time, but still. Granted, that's true. Speaking of great kickers, yeah. I played around a round of golf right behind Steven Goskowski last week. You what? just your, your classic name drops. It's just so. I funny thought it would me. be cool for you. I took a picture of him. Cool. I didn't recognize him. Well, yeah, he said. I was like, 
why is he still in Nashville? He, he doesn't even have a job there anymore. But hey, good for him. Yeah. The guy, the, uh, the guy who took your bags or whatever is like, that's Steven Guskowski. And I was like, the kicker? And he's like, yeah. I was like, whoa, sweet. <laughs> cool. How do you shoot? Was he any good? I I mean, he crushed it off the tee. I don't know, though. I don't know how he played. I didn't. They 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 were oh, like, like, their pace was faster right than ours. We were, the, we were the group behind them, but like, we, they were gone pretty quick. Got you. So I couldn't tell you. Hey, but he you were sending I mean, me some screenshots. You were sending he me it. some screenshots of your scorecard. You were looking pretty good, my man. You I was doing okay. Good. I was doing okay. Shot a birdie. Not bad. <laughs> Shot a birdie. Hey. I had a birdie. <laughs> All right. Um, other injuries. I mean, this is, we're, again, we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here, but like, Mark Ingram's got an MCL sprain. As far as like taking vulturing stuff from Alvin Kamara, don't have to worry about that. Uh, Irv Smith has a high ankle sprain. He's going to be out for several weeks. He's actually like a decent tight end fill-in and actually had some promise this year. Um, so again, the the shallow tight end pool gets even more shallow. Um, so yeah. those guys are going to miss some time for sure. That's really it, though. I mean, there weren't there weren't any other big names that got hurt this week. Thankfully, oh, there were a lot of teams on by, but um, yeah, thankfully we avoided another devastating week in that regard. True. What do we say we go to something more more positive? How about some notable big time performances this week? We do that instead. I'm only down. Let's on do that. We've got more time to cover training. those. Got more time to cover those. Yes. Start us off. Uh, so start off with the quarterbacks, man. It was a. I feel like this was kind of the week where offenses blew back up. I mean, I feel like yes. this whole year offense has been way down, and so finally it's like, you know what? Let's put some more points back on the board because that's a lot more fun. So I mean, Jalen Hurts. And A.J. Brown, holy crap. They had, what, three touchdowns together in the first half. Uh, Tua obviously had to come back against the Lions, but you knew that was going to happen regardless, so he blew up. Kyler Murray, I mean, just get hit, give him DeAndre Hopkins, and they are good. This is finally the match uh, or the mesh that we've wanted to see from them to since he got there. You know, this is his third season there. His first year was pretty good. It wasn't, like, off the charts. It was, like, it was solid. And then, obviously, last year, granted, it was a couple injuries, but they just yeah. did not seem in sync. And this is this is what you want to see. The Kyler to D hop basically what, 13 targets, both yeah. both games over 10, 13 targets and just saying, nope, I'm just going to get you the ball every time. So that was fun. And then Dak finally exploded. I know he hasn't played most of the year, but finally showing, hey, this is not Cooper Rush's job. This is my job. So, this yep. Is- yeah, Dak looked good. That was good. I've had him stashed on a couple of teams where. I drafted him late and thought I was set and then he got injured and then he came back and didn't look great. And I was like, Oh man, what am I going to do with the quarterback here? I feel a lot better about him now going forward. Granted when Zeke comes back, he's going to be the guy again. Apparently um, Tony Pollard blew up, go figure yeah. as he always does when Zeke is out. Um, I'll just get to the running backs here. Um, D his fourth consecutive 200 plus yard rushing outing against Houston specifically, which is intense. <laughs> he, he tied the record with like Adrian uh, OJ uh, and, and like AP or somebody for most 200 plus yard games at like yes, six. He's that. tied the record. Okay. Yeah. Um, and four of them came against Houston and they're the last four <laughs> games he's played Houston. I mean, that is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I mean, 75 it definitely helps. It definitely helps when your quarterback only throws it 10 times. So the fact that they're just saying, you know, Derek, just let's jump on your back. Let's just just go. Uh, but yep. shoot, when you got him, why wouldn't you? 
Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And and uh, anyone who's concerned about the foot injury lingering and the age and the wear on the tires and all that, nah, he's he's good. What is he? He's fine. Is he 28 and 29? Maybe 28, maybe maybe 29. I mean, he just the first couple of years they didn't use him much because they had right. Um, Dion Lewis. No, no, no. They they got um, uh, Demarco Murray from Dallas oh, for like yeah. a year or two, like right when he was peaking. They grabbed right. him, and so they got Derrick Henry, and he wasn't really run that much. And so, but also Deion Lewis that that year, where they were like, "Oh, let's split this backfield." And then at the second half of the year, it's like, "Oh, nope, Deion sucks." They never played Deion Lewis. <laughs> I was excited about that and have like a thunder and lightning, and they just it never really did anything. But yeah, so yeah. they've they've tried a couple different combinations. Ultimately, it's the Deion show. He may only have another so year funny. in him, but run to the ground. Well, it's it's so funny when you say like worry about his age, and so granted. You and I both have pretty baby faces. I'm 38. You're 37. And so when I just look at someone like Derek Henry, like that dude's like 48. Like, no, he's 28. <laughs> like, these are just massive individuals who just, I don't know, just look like they should be older than 28 years old. Like, yes. Coincidentally, he does have a baby face and looks like he can barely grow facial hair. Like he has like a little stubble on his chin, but that is a hulking man. That is a, that is a big, big man. Uh, but to your point, yeah, he looks like he should be. I don't know. I guess twenty eight is like a is more of a peak physical year. When that kid was in college, he was eighteen, nineteen years old, and he still looked like this. That's when you're just like, well, I didn't know they made I humans the, like that. The best was like they show like game footage from his ninth and tenth grade year, and he is just literally a giant among boys. I'm like, how is this legal? Yeah. How is this allowed? Yeah. He was like six four, and the tallest kid around him was like five ten and like one hundred and twenty pounds, trying to tackle him. You know, it was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, other running backs: Alvin Kamara finally got the uh, zero TD curse off his back. He scored three this week. Number one running back, absolutely blew it out. Had like ten receptions. I mean, he was. I love, weirdly, I love having Andy Dalton as the quarterback there because he knows. Just give the ball to Kamara, pass it to him, right. hand it to him, whatever you got to do, get him the ball. And it's working, you know? I mean, that's what we talked about last season and heading into the season. When Jameis is the quarterback, Kamara struggles. Like, he does not yeah. get as many touches. He does not, he's not his focal point in that offense for whatever reason. So, yeah, I mean, the fact that they're going over a over a healthy Jameis with Andy Dalton, it says something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then McCaffrey with the cycle. We haven't seen this since LT did it in 2005. Threw a touchdown, which was a beautiful pass. Caught a touchdown, ran for a touchdown. He's sick, man. He's just sick. Just ridiculous. I think they're saying he was secretly warming up his arm in pregames. <laughs> like they did it like on the side so the Rams wouldn't see it. It's like, no, no, no. Just just do it. Just do it cool, man. Be cool. Just pretend like you're messing around. Uh, you just, yeah, you're just uh, warming up the quarterback with Christian McCaffrey. He, it's, it's funny though, because every time a, a player gets in the game and throws a pass like that, even backup quarterbacks, whenever they're like, brought in very suddenly i'm always like you gotta warm up man like it's not it's not that easy to just get out there and just chuck the ball especially right. the older you get obviously but like you've got to like loosen your shoulder up and like for a running back you 
to your point, like you can't really do that without them noticing, right? So like, why is you've he got throwing to like, the ball? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got it. Yeah, you've got to throw the ball, or at least do some arm circles or something. I don't know something to kind of get you loosened up. But um, yeah, that's funny. It's funny to hear him doing it. Yeah, Look at you. There you go. That's it. I'm ready. I'm ready um, to throw. So that was pretty awesome. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Give us some wide receivers yeah. to put on the show this week. I mean, DJ Moore, PJ Walker and DJ Moore. Just okay. So crazy. Uh, did you see the end of that game? Well, well the end of regulation. So the yes. Panthers are down by six and um, there's like 10 seconds left or whatever. They're on their own 30 and um, just DJ Moore or PJ Walker just hucks it to DJ Moore. But what everyone's saying is, you know, it wasn't just a Hail Mary. It wasn't just a toss and pray. This was literally on the dot, on the spot throw that in the air covered 64 yards or something. It, yep. I mean, Patrick Mahomes tweeted out saying, like, that's the best throw he's seen this year. It was an unbelievable throw and catch um, to end the game. Although, in classic this year Panther fashion, so they tie the game on that six points to get the touchdown. So you're like, all right, all I got to do is kick the extra point to win the game. But no, obviously they were very excited on that, that touchdown. So DJ Moore takes off his helmet. Another teammate comes over, takes off his helmet in celebration. Get the flag for excessive, like, unsportsmanlike conduct moves the kicker back, misses the extra point. They lose in overtime. Classic. So anyway, it was, it was classic. And ex- exactly Great what you said, like that was not, it was not a Hail Mary. It was, it was just, he no. burned, he burned the coverage and, and like the safety, like, what are you doing? How do you let yeah. him get behind you? You're not, how do you let him get behind you? <laughs> I mean, I guess you didn't realize. And, and DJ started to slow up a little bit and then he saw the ball in the air and he's like, Oh, he's like, he chucked it. He's like, bro, get better. Go get it. <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a bomb. It was a bomb. That was it awesome. Was but yeah, Pinero, the kicker. So he misses the PAT. It was like a 48 yard PAT at that point, which sucks. They get into overtime and then he misses a 33 yard field goal, which is the actual PAT distance, the normal PAT distance. It's like they actually moved down the field in overtime and should have won then too. He missed a close, close field goal. And then Atlanta came back and won. I mean, it was talk about just, just devastating, man. Can we just point out that Atlanta is currently leading that division at three and four? Yeah. Yeah. Let's point that out. Just saying. Four and four, baby. Just saying. Wait, yeah. four and four? So the Bucks are three and five. They're four. Oh, they four. haven't had their bye. Three and five. Yeah. Saints are three and five. Panthers yeah. are two and six. Two and two and yeah. That's just wild. <laughs> That's just wild. Uh, so we already talked about AJ Brown, huge day, three touchdowns. AJ, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, huge. Both Dolphin wide receivers had great days. Tyreek didn't have a touchdown, but he had 10 for like 180 or something. And then Jan Wall had the touchdown, not as many yards, but still great days by both. Two touchdowns. I mean, it's basically yeah. showing that they can handle both those loads. Both receivers can get enough fantasy points for everybody. So that, that's impressive. Uh, and then your boy, your boy Kyle Pitts showed up. Huh? <laughs> your boy. This is like this is a classic flash in the pan game where you're like, okay, all right, maybe they're gonna maybe they found something here. They're gonna get back going, and they put him in. He's gonna give me three points next week. I have to play him. Um, Higby has been doing nothing for me, so I have to play Pitts anyway, out of the hope that you might get one of these games. But I'm just, I'm just still. I'll trade you Taysom Hill for Kyle Pitts. (laughs) Uh, I'll think about it. (laughs) I will think about it. (laughs) That actually is. Because Taysom Hill also will occasionally blow up. Um, his blow ups are like thirty points as opposed to fifteen, but whatever. <laughs> but it's like one out of every ten, so you never I'll know. Take it. Uh, 
one more wide receiver. Finally, now that Mac Jones has been solidified as a starter, he was really kind of what I've loved is Jacoby Myers has really taken a big step this season. You know, last year he was very, very solid, reliable receiver. He finally got his first NFL touchdown last season. Uh, and now he's being that more than reliable. He's basically their go-to guy, especially with Devontae Parker getting hurt. Kendrick Bourne's just a no-show. Nelson Aguilar, you can't, you know, rely on him at all. So the fact that Mac Jones is basically like, Jacoby, you're my guy. Uh, he had 12 t- targets. I mean, watch out. That could be – it's a it, – Jacoby Myers is a classic blind resume guy in the sense that he's yeah. not a name, but he can get you anywhere from 13 to 20 points just on receptions and yards alone. So yeah, he could be someone. He reminds me of uh, he reminds me of previous years of Brandon Cooks, where you're kind of like no one's really thinking about him, but he's just putting in work and he's getting 15 PPR points every week. So it's, to it's your point, yeah, when Mac Jones, when Mac Jones is quarterback, he's just peppering him with targets, and that's a good thing for Jacoby. I still think Bailey Zappi should be the quarterback, but I'm crazy like that. I also think Mike White should be the quarterback for the Jets. So whatever. <laughs> he might be. I had to put a vote of confidence into freaking Zach Wilson. So we'll see. I know. I know. All right. So um, those are the big performances. I do want to mention as well, I guess a couple more running backs I skipped over here. Deontay Foreman, three touchdowns for the Panthers. <laughs> he stepped yeah, in when Chuba yes. Hubbard was out. I picked him up in a couple of leagues. I'm glad I did because this is what he does, man. Like he's he's legit a beast. He really is. If he gets the opportunity, he missed a year with right. an Achilles issue. And so you weren't sure if he's ever going to make it back. He looked good for the Titans last year when Derrick Henry went down. And he looks really good right now for the Panthers. Um, this could be a real thing, like a real thing going forward. I'm not sure Chiba Hubbard gets more than 30% of the work back. when he comes back. It'll, yeah, It will be interesting because I actually have Chuba. <laughs> I guess I did that. Oh, let me just drop my server and get Chuba Hubbard. Uh, yeah, Chuba. So it will be interesting to see moving forward, which I mean, yeah. obviously with Chuba out, Deontay saying, no, let me have the job. So it'll be see when he comes back, how that, that workload is going to be split. If it Making is. a pretty strong case. And Ramondre looks like definitely the guy you want in New England. I mean, he is a beast as well. And he's getting all the passing yeah. down work. He's getting a lot of I receptions. Mean, he's basically, so. he's a, a juiced up James White kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he runs at the well. and he can run. So he's juiced up. And, the, but there was a couple of year span where James White was a top 10 running back just based on his yeah. receptions alone. Like when he was with him and Tom Brady in their prime, like that was crazy that he would literally be averaging. 18 to 20 points a game. Yep. I remember that. Uh, and Travis Etienne getting the backfield all to himself. Uh, Jamal Agnew, not worried about that at all. Etienne's a beast, man. Nope. He's he's a stud, and he looks great yeah. right now. So as long as he can stay healthy. Called that guy in my perfect draft. <laughs> called him. Oh, yeah. nice. That's but true. That's true. I, I didn't get him. <laughs> I, I didn't get I him. I called Kyle Pitts in my perfect draft, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's hit a few waivers here there's not much going on this week so there's a no. bunch of teams on by but there's not a lot of good stuff out there in the waiver wire so again if you're if you're desperate and you want like a devin duvernay dart throw devin duvernay dart throw um go yeah, for it demarcus duvernay. robinson same thing uh with bateman being out like they got through somebody if andrews is out especially you're probably going to want one of those receivers if andrews is out you're going to want isaiah likely too so i would i would keep an eye on that situation in baltimore Definitely keep an eye on the trade deadline today as well. So this could see a move for Brandon Cooks. Could see a move for Cam Akers to a team where he might actually play. Could see Kareem Hunt go to somewhere like L.A. There have been talks about that. I mean, you can see some guys go places that actually land them real work, and that would be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Quarterback-wise, there's some good streaming options this week, actually, too. So if you want to stream, if you got somebody on buy this week, 
Andy Dalton's got Baltimore. That could be a, a bit of a shootout. Justin Fields, don't look now, has put together several pretty solid games in a row here. He's got the rushing floor. He's looked pretty good. He's got Miami. Um, that could be a high-scoring game as well. Uh, Mariota actually is looking pretty good, too, with the rushing floor. He's got the Chargers. Bit of a tougher matchup, but uh, we know Atlanta has been solid, so why not? Um, and then yeah. Heineke. Look out for Heineke. Like I said, gamer, Heineke. (laughs) He's got Minnesota this week. Shoot out. Look out. Okay, so you and I are not playing against each other this week, so I feel like I can ask you this question, and you can give me advice in good faith. So uh, I picked up your boy, Russell Wilson, last week. I was like, I need a quarterback. I cannot rely on Jared Goff. Give me one point. So I benched Goff. I put in Wilson. Wilson was meh. got me 17 points, which is fine compared to last week where I got one point out of my quarterback. So this week – Wilson's on by and I have Jared Goff. Um, he, uh, do I go with him or do you think I should go with one of these streaming guys down here? So Goff's got the Packers this week um, at home. Yeah. So you got a dome. I mean, you don't have to worry about back. It's completely different with Amon Ra. DeAndre Swift is clearly back Yep. or getting back. So yeah. what do you think? I'd probably stick with Goff if I'm in your shoes. Um, Obviously, Fields intrigues me, but you know how I, I feel about him in general. I don't think I would start him over Goff, honestly. So, and I, I wouldn't start I mean, Dalton only... over Goff either. Yeah. I don't think I could do that, yeah. honestly. I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. Granted, he did get me one 42-point game, but he's also gotten me a five and a one and a half. So We had a good week against Miami, so that was good um, this week. Uh, he had those two duds, but those are two stud defenses, you know? You kind of expect yeah. that. I think the Packers are a, like a good defense, but not it's unstoppable. Not, now, I Josh mean, Allen didn't like, didn't exactly light them up. I was just going to so. say they held Josh Allen in relatively in relatively in check for him. Um, yeah, but I don't know. So okay, I'll stick with Goff. I'll yeah, stick with it Goff. Sounds like you're, it sounds like you're between Goff and uh, Dalton. So I am. I mean, I am. think how you're going to feel trotting Andy Dalton out there as your quarterback. I don't know. I mean, I truthfully, uh, he's been he's been fine this year. Uh, fantasy wise, you know, yeah, he's putting up like two picks every game, but he's also getting like three touchdowns. So, but he's also getting like 300 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know. Man. And I am also trotting out Taysom Hill as my tight end because <laughs> Pat Fryermuth is on by. <laughs> my, yeah, my team is rough this that. week. Listen yeah. to my team this week. I so I have no Jamar Chase, I have no Saquon Barkley, I have no my quarterback will be Jared Goff, I have no Pat Fryermuth. Like, so my starting running backs are Damian Pierce and Damian. I'm going double D. Damian Pierce and double Damian. Damian. Yep, double Damian. My receivers are Pittman, uh, Hopkins, and Allen Robinson. And then, shoot, who's even my flex? Who's got to be my oh, I flex? I play you this week. Right? Like, seriously, this is the week everyone wants to play me. Everyone playing Hazer. Mm. Who is my flex? Here we go. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, yeah. You ready for my flex? Get ready to be astounded. Eno Benjamin. Jeez. Eno. Oh, gosh. Yep. I'm projected to get 98 points. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. When last week I got 130, I'm projected to get 98. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd probably roll out golf if I'm in your shoes. I know there's a chance he gets shut down, but there's also a chance any dog gets shut down, right? I mean, we know that's possible. Ugh. Gross. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Got a little off off topic here, but you yeah. don't want to throw that 
quarterback streaming towards you. Yeah, love that. Because that's basically what I'm doing now. Now that Stafford shit the bed and he's not my quarterback, he's not even on my team. So I'm basically just looking at who's best available each week. Yep. Yeah, I think if 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 Goff can get through this week, I think you're you're back to being fine using him. You know, I think those two those two weeks were just matchup nightmare for him. You know, heavy pass rush. Yeah. Okay. And he was shorthanded, so I think with with all of his weapons back, I think he he should be okay. Honestly, Amon Ra is the biggest playmaker, the biggest difference maker. So the fact that he was back was big. So yeah, Khalif Raymond's been playing really well. Um, I don't know what, what's going on with Josh Reynolds, if he's banged up still or what, but he's a solid number two for them if he's playing. But Cleef Raymond's doing really well. Off the, off the practice squad is uh, our boy Kyle Seager, as I said. They just picked someone off the street, but they cut Carryon Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Carryon Johnson. He was good for 3.7 yards of carry. Okay. <laughs> I was, as you'll I see at the bottom of our screen, I'm ready for you. I've got a segment oh! ready to roll. No! Tomerson. What is it? Blind! Blind resumes. Yeah. So this right, I got three of them for you today as well. Are you ready to be in the hot seat? Yeah, I, I gave it to you and Jason. Now it's my turn. Yikes. Okay. Let me get my let me get my pen and my paper out so I can write down these stats. You're gonna print your airplane ticket, your airline ticket as well. What? You're gonna print your airline ticket as well. Yes, I always have paper tickets. <laughs> paper tickets. Okay, you want running back, receivers, or quarterback first? Who do you want first? Let's go with running back. Okay. Running back one, 114 carries, 558 yards, four touchdowns. Hmm. Nice, nice. 32 receptions, 217 yards. Dang, Holmes. Okay. But no touchdowns. Oh, not cool. Um, All right. Running back two. 112 carries, 386 yards, two touchdowns, 37 receptions, 273 yards, and three touchdowns. Three receiving touchdowns. Okay. And I assume this is like still the same stipulations that same amount of games played? Same amount of games played. They're within 0.3 points of each other. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I got to go with uh running back one just because they have the same amount of carries more yards same just about amount of receptions i know he has zero touchdowns but i feel like those could come if he's clearly getting a lot of good looks so i i'm gonna go with a yeah so you got four rushing touchdowns five total touchdowns for the other guy i I tend to agree like the receiving touchdowns for running back are a little more fluky to me i want those goal line carries for rushing touchdowns the yardage is pretty different there right uh rushing wise So running back one is Ramondre Stevenson. I was going to say, but I thought, I thought I was going to say Ramondre, but I thought he had a receiving touchdown last week. Not this current weekend, the previous one, but I I guess I was wrong. I thought that was going to be Ramondre. Yeah, that's Ramondre. He was drafted 83rd in our league, which was right at the end of the sixth round. I think right, right at the beginning of seventh, maybe. Can I guess? Um, I'm going to guess who too. I'm going to guess who the second running back is. Can I guess? Am I yeah. allowed? Yeah. Go is for that it. Leonard Fournette? That is Leonard Fournette. Drafted 18th yeah. overall. Yeah. They have the same amount of points. That's crazy. Yep. He is uh he cannot 
get yardage on the ground, man. I don't know what's going on. Again, we don't know what's going on with the Bucks. The Bucks are an easy team to to pick on for blind resume because they are underperforming like crazy. Everyone's down. Yeah. Um, but it's at least encouraging. He's got the receiving touchdowns. His touchdowns are still there. Mm-hmm. He's still a top, you know, 15, 20 guy. Just oh, yeah. not what you drafted exactly. I hope not so this week because I play against him. So Uh-oh. boo you. Uh-oh. I'm glad I didn't pick him, jerk. Okay. All right, good. So you got one of them right. Good, good guess there. I, okay. I should have said Ramondre, but I thought he had a receiving touchdown. Now I'm mad at myself. I didn't say it. All right, let's move on to receivers. Okay. Okay, so um, wide receiver one. Yes. 62 targets, 37 receptions, 473 yards, and three touchdowns. Okay. 99.3 points for whatever that's worth. Totally worth it. Worth it. Wide receiver two, 62 targets, 42 receptions, 390 yards, two touchdowns. Hmm. Okay. Wide receiver two also has 106 rushing yards. Whoa. But 101.6 points. So two more fantasy points. Can I ask how many games? Um, six or seven. Never mind. Doesn't matter. It does. It shouldn't matter. I, I'm gonna go with wide receiver one, just because uh, I like the passing yardage. He seems. Yeah, I just I know the eight games for both. Haven't had to buy. Oh, there are eight games. Interesting. That changes my guess as to who wide receiver B was. Uh, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Okay. Wide receiver A is DK Metcalf. Okay. Who, was, uh, who was drafted, we thought, kind of lower than he should have been, but you know, had the Geno discount. Yeah. He was a fifth rounder, 11th pick in the fifth round for us, which puts him around 59 um, for us. So... Before I learned it was eight games, I was honestly going to say that wide receiver B was Debo Samuel. But and that would have been a really close not. guess. I almost did Debo um, because of similar stat types. Wide receiver B is actually Curtis Samuel. <laughs> Curtis Samuel. I got a Samuel. Samuel. Take it half a point. They get Samuel. I was going to do Debo and Curtis, but Debo missed this week with injury. Right. So that's, they're actually, that's what threw me. They're actually neck and neck as well, but this one less game for Debo. So that's what threw me off. I was like, can I know how many games? Because if yeah. it was set, if he was at seven games, I'm like, it's Debo. <laughs> it's Debo. Yep. But no. Yep. Eight games please. Okay. Yeah, that's okay, Curtis I'm glad Samuel. I took DK over Curtis Samuel. I mean, they're both they're both top 25 guys right now. Yeah. Um, Curtis Samuel had a, a dip in a couple of games and he came back this week and he had a solid week, like a you know, 12 to 15 point type of a game. DK's been kind of the same. We're like DK's had a couple of blow up games and a couple of disappearing games. Well, his knee literally disappeared in one of them too, so that was it. He, I can't he believe he played, and he had to poop. He that time. <laughs> That's still the best emergency carting off for an emergency poop. Yeah. So, so DK was uh, drafted fifty nine. Curtis Samuel, of course, not drafted in our league. Not drafted. I'll still take DK. I'll take it all day. All okay. Day, all day. Okay. Quarterback. Quarterbacks. Right. Here we go. Quarterback one. 2,267 passing yards, 2,267 passing yards, nine touchdowns, one interception, 
That's it. Okay. This is a pocket passer. <laughs> Quarterback two. 1,432 yards passing. What? 10 touchdowns. Six interceptions. 280 rushing yards and three touchdowns. I'm going to take a stab at both of them. Okay. Right off the bat. Is quarterback one Tom Brady? Quarterback one is Tom Brady. Is quarterback two Daniel Jones? Quarterback two is not Daniel Jones. Damn. Okay. Probably more passing yards uh, for Daniel Jones. Okay. Can I take one more guess at quarterback two? Oh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> I think it's Mariota. It is Mariota. It's Mariota. Uh, uh, Mariota has five more fantasy points than Brady. Four and a half. Wow. He's got five more points. So, yep. granted, I mean, I, I had made up in my mind already who I was taking prior to my guessing. I was going to take A just because I'm not a You huge, always go with pocket passers. I'm not a big scramble quarterback guy. I'm just not. Yeah. Um, you're you're going to so be uh, extinct in fantasy community because that is, that is the future of the NFL. <laughs> that is the present really and is. the future of the NFL. It really, I mean, yeah, you're gonna be the last guy still be. drafting Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins whenever it's like <laughs> they're like 37. They're you're gonna be like, is Matt Ryan still around? <laughs> is he still on someone's bench? Yeah. So, um, so Brady was drafted 92, which was discounted, I think, this year because there was some concern about what's what's this team gonna look like, and and uh, of course Godwin wasn't gonna start the year. Um, Mariota was not, was undrafted in every league that I was in, except for this one that we were in together because my brother was being stupid and drafted him, uh, 139th. So, of course, um, sounds fair because he used to be a Titan, (laughs) you know, but there was no reason for him to get drafted. He didn't get drafted in any other league that I'm in. No, nor would anyone have ever drafted him besides your brother. Yeah. Yeah. He's got more points than Brady right now. That's crazy. And they play the same amount of games. So, wow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, well done, man. I like those. Those are good. Blind resumes. Blind resumes. So there you go. Mm. How about that for uh, Need Your Streamer this week? Yeah. I mean, Mariota. I thought about it I, when I picked up Russell Wilson. I almost picked up Mariota. Oh, I couldn't have. But I thought, I was like, where's Mariota? He's currently, but, he's available in our league, by the way. He's currently oh, yeah. QB9. Okay, yeah. That's why I thought he was available. So I, I did almost yeah. pick him up. But I was like, you know what? I just Russell Wilson cannot be this bad. Well, I guess he is. He, he might be. He's QB nine. Mariota QB nine currently. Wow. I mean, that's the thing. He's been consistent in the sense he'll get you like 17 to 19 points. He's not going to get you 35 one week, but he'll get you. You know what you're going to get. He had 17 to so. 19 points in his four of his first five games. <laughs> 17, to 19 points. Literally. Then he went 28, yeah. 14, 29. See? Okay. A couple of blow ups. Look out. Couple, couple so of blow playing ups. They're playing in Atlanta. They're playing the Chargers. I don't know. You you poo pooed getting him for your uh, streamer this week. I, I didn't poo poo it. it. He was one of my thoughts. He was one of my thoughts. But you said to trust in Jared Goff. Yeah. I mean, I think Goff would be fine, him. but you were like you were like Dalton or Goff. You weren't in on Mariota. He was my, like, Dalton was 1A and Mariota was like 1C. <laughs> and 1B was just don't play a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it's like just say QB0. That's fine. QB0. <laughs> don't want to get those negative right. points. Okay, so this is so let's say <laughs> random complete thought. 
you're, you're in a matchup uh, going into Monday night. You are up by like five points. Yeah. But the other person has no one playing and you have a player. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Let's say you're up by two points. <laughs> Let's say you're up by two points. Yep. He's yep. got no one else. So he's done. You have a quarterback or let's just say a running back. Will you always play them? No, or... not always. I will usually play them, but there, there have been some cases. So like, or you have like a receiver who returns kickoffs or something. And you're like, <laughs> well, if they fumble a kickoff, they don't get return yards. Uh, yeah. I have benched players going into that situation. Usually when I'm, when I'm up like 0.7 points or one point or something, because you but do worry about like, it's only like, if it's 0.7 points, then I get nervous about stack correction. Stack correction. Like, oh no! Yeah, actually, but if, you know like a, what? if it's like a what if it's like a sack fumble on the first drop back, and he gets injured and fumbles, and you're like done <laughs> minus two, injured, not coming back in. I feel like I've had that happen. I swear I've almost I might have had that happen. Who knows? So if it's point if it's under a point, you will bench him. If it's not, you'll play him. Usually, yeah. I mean, it depends on who the guy because, is too. Like if it's like. If it's somebody that you can trust, is going to be like, there's no way he's going to get you. Ne- like Joe Burrow is not going to get you negative points. He may have a bad game. You're not going to get it negative from him. Right. I'm going to play him. Uh, the other only points will matter about- standings, you know. I was just going to say the points do for the tie break because if you're both tied for six, they take the person who has the more points scored over the yep. season. So, yep. Anyway, okay. do you remember uh, a couple years that. ago? I think it was two years ago. Uh, maybe it was last year. I forget, but. Uh, <laughs> towel our friend towel had eric ebron going and he was like i think he needed like one point from eric ebron to win his matchup and he was like pretty much a lock and ebron was on the uh, steelers he's pretty much a lock yeah. to make it and it was like gonna go to the championship game he was pretty much a lock to win it and ebron like caught like a six yard pass and fumbled it or something and fumbled and got <laughs> injured and it was like he's done for the game minus point four and he was like, no <laughs> Yes. Well, I mean, so I talk about sack correction. I've told this story a couple times, but it was like three or four years ago. I'm playing your brother and he had Drew Brees and it was going it was like a Monday night game. I'm up by like 30 points and all he has is Drew Brees. And that's the game where he threw for seven touchdowns or I'm up by like 40 and he threw for seven touchdowns. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So I end up losing by one point. The next day, they stack corrected one. What they called a fumble was actually an interception for Breeze. So then he got two points taken away from him to let me go in and win by one oh, point. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Yes. That's I just wild. remember being so pissed off. I lose because Drew Breeze throws seven touchdowns. And then next day, yes! <laughs> interception <laughs> that is why it became an interception yeah That's wild nice. that you had to sweat it out that much for a 40 point lead but also wild to win on the stack correction that's the way to go down right there yeah true but all right blind resumes in the books like it in the books all right what do you think we should we do a little do it bet board do it bet board update should we do that we should do it yeah we should do it. Do it. Do it. Do, do it it do it do it all right so here we go uh, so Lawrence, not a great week this past week. He was pretty woof, uh, pretty much held in check in London. Didn't have too much great success against Denver. So he only got you 8.8 points to bring it to a season total of 147 and a half. 
Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff up, rebounded. Yep. yep. It was a tough matchup. Garrett, Jared Goff rebounded, got 21.6 points against those Dolphins, was looking really good in the first half, then really kind of tapered off, but still got 21 points. So brings his total to basically 143. So it's it's neck and neck. Uh, the only thing that Jared Goff has is that he's already had three bye weeks, uh, whereas Trevor Lawrence has had true. zero. So That's true. That's that true. the one bad thing for Lawrence going ahead is that he still has to have his bye week. But yeah, it's that's like a partial. Literally anybody's, yeah, like a partial that's literally anybody's game. Uh, yeah. So that's partial. Cool. He might have had like a buy half. A buy half. <laughs> uh, running back room, it's continuing to be ugly. Uh, AJ Dillon, man, just not being involved. I mean, the Packers are just down. Only got you seven points for a total of 64 on the season. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I mean, the Raiders were god awful this past week getting shut what out. I tell you? Saying, what did I tell you? I bet they were partying at Halloween. They were partying. But he still got 7.4 points. So he still increased his lead by 0.1. Uh, so he has so 143.8 on the year to 64. So that's. Do you think if. Let rough. me ask you. Do you think if he got injured right now and didn't play for the rest of the season that AJ Dillon could catch him? So he's. Do you think AJ will have 80 more, points over the last. I was like, going to say. He's, he's up by more than AJ has scored already. Uh, yes. <laughs> it'll be close. Yeah. It'll be very close. I mean, you figure AJ is going to get a couple of them in the 10 to 15 range. He'll stumble in for a touchdown or something. So I think I just, he would. I catch. keep thinking they have no one to pass to. They need to put both running backs out there and just throw to them. Both sides. Just dump it off. Dump it off. Let them go. Let them go. Because you get these guys out in space. Aaron Jones is, yeah. is a great running back. He's got great yes. moves. And AJ Dillon is a monster. And you get him in space mm-hmm. and get him some speed built up. I just don't understand. And obviously I don't know as much as the offensive minds in the NFL, but it just seems like that would be the, the strategy. You would think, but, and here we are in our anyway, armchairs. Here we are. But it happened. All right. Then moving down to the wide receiver room, kind of a, a role reversal here as T Higgins has a commanding lead. Uh, he got that late touchdown. And last night I was like, damn it. Cause he was being held in check. Um, yeah. He's probably going to get about three points and then boom, 10 points in one swing. So he got you 13.9 to increase his lead to 103.4 for his season total. And Al Robinson had an okay game. <laughs> Actually, that's probably good for him. That's his third best output of the season. <laughs> he got me 10 points. <laughs> bring his total to 56. <laughs> so uh, you know that's two two games in a row though where he's in double digits. I don't I don't like the trend. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. And but hey, once again, he's had his bye week. Oh, <laughs> Higgins had a miss for injury one week, but has not had a bye. I was going to say, the sad thing is Higgins already missed one game because of injury, and he still got that lead. So there is the Do It Bet Board update, my friend. There it is in all its glory. Anybody's game. What happened last week in our Do It Bet? We had a a crappy quarterback draft. Crappy quarterback draft. The big-name quarterback crappy one. So it was true. uh, Did a snake draft. We were just going to draft two quarterbacks each. Did we preset that it was going to be those Four or did we just say? I think we preset those. We four. preset those four. So it was Brady, Stafford, Wilson, and Rogers. And so um, we did the wheel of names. I got the first overall pick, which means I would get first and fourth. Uh, Brady Kemper gets two and third. So I took Tom Brady number one, and Kemper got Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, and then I finished up with Aaron Rodgers. So between the quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford got a combined thirty-six point two six points for. Wow, that's like one Josh Allen or Patrick. Mahomes <laughs> one Josh Allen game. That's only <laughs> slightly more than Marcus Mariota had this week. 
And then, so you get, they got you 36.26. You think you, you think you top me with my, my two guys. Um, I, uh, I don't think so. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Well, I'll tell you this. It was close because Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady got 39.32 points. So it was literally three points off. Yikes. So they have all continued the trend of sucking. And here we are. Do you have the individual scores on these guys? Yes. Tom Brady was 20.1. Aaron Rodgers was 19.2. Russell Wilson was 16.7. And Matt Stafford was 19.4. So I think no matter what, if I'd have traded Wilson for Rodgers, I guess I would have won. Yes. Yeah. So if I'd have gone Stafford, uh, it would have been very close. It'd been very I mean, close, but yeah. Here, it would it would have yeah. been like a point three differential or something. That's funny. So yes. Whoa! Very I just I just clicked on my team on Yahoo and I won my matchup and there's a bunch of Arby's, Arby's logos just flying. Arby's down the just rains down. <laughs> what? Yep. I haven't seen that this year because I've only won two games. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Sorry, you're on the upward trend, my friend. Upward trend. I am. I'm. Ooh. I'm not in the base. No longer in the basement. Working my way back. Moved up. Moving on up. That's right. Uh, all right, man. Well, week eight officially in the books. Week nine is going to be rough for me fantasy wise. I got tons of bye weeks. I'm starting Eno Benjamin and Jared Goff. That's all that needs to be said. And Taysom Hill is my quarterback. Double Damien's woof. So Hazer, you're welcome. This is a gift of a week to you. But uh, anyway, until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. Freaking hazer. I'm going to lose a freaking hazer.